Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Book Journeys Radio. This is Angela Loria from the Author Incubator. I am the creator of the Free Your Inner Author program and the founder of the Different Process for Writing a Book That Matters. And I believe that everybody has their own unique book journey. If you are listening to this show, part of you believes that you were meant to write a book, that you have something important to say, something to share. You may not know how or when to do it, but your book journey has already begun, even if you don't realize that it has. And so we like to talk to people on the show about their book journey, how they ended up where they are, how they got their first book and out the door, and what's been good about that, and what they wish they knew before they started. And this week, uh, we have with us a, a career coach, Christine Brown Quinn. Christine is the author of Step Aside, Superwoman, Career and Family is for Any Woman. I think that's true for me most days, except when I want to take a nap. Um, so, Christine, <laughs> thank you for being here, and, uh, and tell us about your book. Thank you. Thank you, Angela, for having me. Yeah, I, uh, Step Aside Superwoman um, is very much about uh, my journey working in a fast-paced career um, and having a family at, at the same time. I mean, did you do you ever get that feeling sometimes in life, and you're just like you're you're torn between two things, and 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 sometimes you just feel like, gosh, you know, everything's up to me. And certainly when I started out my career, that's what it felt like. And what I learned was I came to the realization that actually I'm a better person because I have these two lives. You know, actually my personal life helps my professional life, and my professional life helps my personal life. You know, we hear so much negative noise out there like, oh, you know, career-life balance, and if you work, it hurts the kids, and if you're at work, you can't concentrate – and in actual fact, if you if you figure out kind of what you like in both of those areas of your life and do those things, then then actually they complement one another. And a lot of times people get kind of short circuit, they say, How how is that possible? You know, and so how do you get through this pain of feeling like, okay, I'm I'm always short changing? The way to do that is you think about, ah, okay, in my personal life, I actually, for instance, I'm really learning how to communicate. You know, kids, for me, have made me a really clear communicator and following through 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 your actions, right? So, you know, if you say something and then you don't do it, you know, your kid's all over you, you know. (laughs) Nice feedback, Luce. Thank you, kids. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, my seven-year-old actually likes to tell on me, Mom, you said we were going to do that. Yeah, I got it. Thank you teacher of mine. Exactly. They're watching you like a hawk, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, so they keep you really they keep you really honest. Um and then, you know, in, in my professional life, I mean I I really learned how to delegate well and that doesn't mean, okay, here's the job, it's your responsibility, you know, the end. You know, delegating is okay, you you're kinda of coaching somebody, you're giving them something to do, but you're checking in, how are things going? And and certainly I I use that skill in my personal life to the nth degree. You know, anybody that helped out with the kids, if I saw that they had potential for, for something, you know, if they could do kind of personal secretary stuff, yeah, okay, I'll have some more of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what, so that's what really, was your goal with the book? What was your goal in writing it? What were you hoping for? 
You know, that's a really good question because uh, you know that that's that's really what it's about. Before you even sit down to 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 write a book, you got to say, okay, well, what's what's the purpose? For me, it was um, really wanting to share the experience that I had um, having the having a dual career family. Uh, dual career, you know, my husband worked, I worked, um, two high-powered careers and three kids. And, and instead of it being a life that was, you know, completely, um, you know, crazy and, you know, all, always under stress, it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. And I thought, okay, I want to, it's time for me now to, um, you know, share with, particularly with younger women, but really younger couples about, okay, here are some of the strategies that you can employ. And, it's a great lifestyle if you choose it. I'm not saying, Angela, by the way, that everybody should do what I did and choose the you know the lifestyle that that I did. But what I am saying is that it's an option. It's you know there's more more than one way to skin a cat, and it's an option. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, I really wanted to to um, you know to share that that advice. And when you started your book, was it related? Was it related to your business, or like what, what were you doing career-wise that made you write a book? Well, um, yeah, there is a there was kind of a, a, a journey there. So um, I would have been in financial services for about twenty years, and I was turning fifty. And um, and you know, you turn that age and you start thinking about legacy, and you know, what's you know, what's it all about, Alfie? You know, what what am I what am I doing? And um, I had been invited to uh, give a talk at the launch of a woman's network at the bank I was working at. And I said, you know, well, first of all, what's a woman's network? <laughs> and yeah. then, then I said, yeah, exactly. And I said, you know, second of all, you know, you know, why me? And they said, well, you know, you're, you're, a, managing direct, you're a female managing director and you have a family. We, we want to know how you did it. And um, I, I just, I had, you know, no idea. And I said, you know, I, I'm going to have to think about this. And it was really that talk that was the became the outline of the book. And I love the experience, you know, just being in front of a group of women and sharing stories and just a lovely experience. So I thought after that talk, I thought, you know what, um, this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. I'm, I'm supposed to now be, you know, coaching other women and, and you know, sharing advice. Uh, so it's not like I resigned the next day, but but I kind of, you know, it was a defining moment for me. And and then I thought, okay, well, how do I how do I do that? I mean, I only I only know finance. You know, that was I spent you know 20 plus years in finance. So um, I thought, okay, well, what I could do is I could write a book about my experience. As a as a professional woman and and you know juggling these different things and then I could kind of launch myself then into this new career that would give me expert status. Mm, love it. And that was really the goal. That was the goal. I love that. Well, here's what I love about this. In the old school thinking, what year did you write your book? Uh, two. It was published in two thousand, beginning of two thousand eleven. 2011, okay. In the in the yeah. old school, which I would say would be, you know, probably pre-2005, what, what happened was most books were sold in bookstores, and there was limited shelf space. And so in order to get your book out into the world, you had to have expert status. 
and then you could write a book. And a lot of my clients, when I work with them one-on-one with their books, a lot of my clients think exactly this, like, oh, I have to go out and get another certification, I have to get a PhD, I have to do a study, there's all this stuff I have to do before I can write a book. They kind of talk themselves out of it. But now we don't have limited shelf space. There's no limit to the number of books. There's 350,000 new books that come out every month, and that number grows every month. And what we know is one of the best ways to become an expert is to actually write your book. In the process of writing my book, which is about writing books, um, that was how, part of how I started this radio show. I started interviewing authors about their experience writing their books, and that has made me an expert on book writing, those interviews. So the actual process of writing your book is how you become an expert. That's why I encourage people to not be in a huge rush necessarily to write their book in you know, 90 days or something. That process can be a very, um, it can be a very powerful process. It's a great way to meet people and interview them to be able to say, hey, I'm writing a book on women in careers. Can I interview you? You can get contacts and um, and ways that will help you to distribute your, your book later during the process of writing it. And it's so it's sort of a it's a, sort of a special time while you're writing your book. Uh, I agree completely. Yeah, I agree completely, Angela. And I I think um, you know the other thing is that that the book just it just becomes part of you know a larger project that you're working on. The project being you know this this business that you're you know you're you're trying to create. Right? It's it's happening as as, you know as you say as you're as you're um, you know as, as you're writing the book. It's it's not uh, you know it's not like okay I, I'm not going to do anything and nothing can happen until you write the book and and actually you know I, it's um, the other thing the other thing that that um, resonated with me with what you said is is I do think that the book writing process it's very cathartic so you know mm. for me it was like I had the book in me and it was like I had to deliver this baby it had to come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have a, a program called uh, Birth Your Book, which you can find at theauthorincubator.com. It's free, and it's, it actually breaks your book up into trimesters because writing a book really is a lot like having a baby. Absolutely. You almost feel Absolutely. pregnant while you're in the process. You're gestating. So, yeah, and the, nobody... the other thing is with the... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, the other thing I was going to say is um, the other thing that surprised me is, you know, so that was my goal, and, um, you know, and that goal, you know, in terms of this being the start of a business, I mean, it has absolutely, um, you know, gotten me to, you know, now I run a successful, um, you know, it's a really career consulting business with with a business partner. And, you know, for me, it was the book that, absolutely was fundamental in launching me and getting my head in that in that area and now what i find is that because the book it was so much a part of me so it's my baby when i meet clients and and um you know talking about you know like say our online professional development club or running workshops for um for professional women on you know how to um self promote without losing self respect right the these mm-hmm. sort of topics when I leave, when I meet corporates and I leave the book and I say because I uh, also I'm sensitive you know I, that all women don't have families and you know when they tell me that oh, right. oh yes you know they share I, I I leave a copy of the book and 
And the book, I mean, you can't not know me when you read the book. I mean, I just laid it out there. Mm, <laughs> a that's bit, beautiful. A, bit, a scary process, a scary process. But, you know, it's really for a marketing, um, you know, marketing tool, incredibly powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you mentioned people getting to know you because, you know, people like – to do business with somebody they connect with. Now, that doesn't mean everyone who reads your book is going to connect with you, and that helps weed out who are your people and who aren't your people. Um, mm. You know, being mm. able to ha- read a book and be like, wow, that woman totally gets me. That's exactly where I've been. Um, well, that's exactly where I am. You know, I know that person. I think that that particular connection you can make with an audience is it, it's it's something that only a book can do because you have the time to get to know them and and to develop that relationship. Yeah. So yeah. the one thing you did mention is that you run conferences, and I actually wanted to make sure that people could find you. So, womeninbusinesssuperseries uh, dot com. If you want to learn more about Christine's um, some of the programs she just talked about, the conferences and the webinars. Um, there's there's tons of information there, so uh, check out Women in Business Super Series. Tell me, though, everybody's book journey is different, and nobody can know everything before they write the book. In fact, in some cases, I think if you knew everything, you probably would never do it, um, <laughs> which is true about just about everything <laughs> in life. If you knew how hard starting a business would be or whatever else, you might not do it. Um, but what is it that you you wish you knew before you wrote your book? Well, what what do you wish you knew before you wrote your book that would have made it an even better experience for you? Well, I I did hear that, you know, with the marketing that today it's regardless even if you have like a big publishing company, the marketing effort is really is driven by the author. And although I was told that, I didn't quite understand the depth of what that meant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't as I as I, as I started that um, you know I, I I was reading a lot of stuff online and um, uh, and I found a guy called um, Steve Harrison that helps a lot of authors with the marketing of their book and I'd wish I came across Steve's stuff a bit earlier I, I attended a couple of um, uh, his his events he has a quantum leap program where. Um, you know, you attend a couple conferences, I think it was four conferences a year with other, you know, kind of experts wanting to develop business. And really, I learned an incredible amount about how, you know, how to create a business from whatever whatever, whatever your expertise is. Also, following some of the stuff he does and how he does his, like, email campaigns and things like that. So I wish I'd, I had come across um him earlier i found i found this stuff incredibly um valuable and it, you know and it's so, given my background a, i just didn't know right so let me ask you something a lot of um a lot of people that i work with say mm-hmm, i don't really like marketing i really i'm a writer i want to write this book and then i'll just hire someone to do the marketing um, you know i'm going to write such a good book people are going to find it but I don't I don't want to know about marketing before I write my book. I mean that's not the point. The point is writing. So so why would you why do you wish you knew about marketing? Like marketing your well, book before you wrote it. Um well um 
in terms of the marketing, I was very clear on who the book was targeted to. Um, you know, and so in terms of the, you know, the 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 marketing, you know, the positioning of the book, you know, I was really clear about that. Um, and I hear what you're saying in terms of concentrating on on the book and and um, and not the marketing, because um, you you know the book it's it's you know it's it's tough. You gotta you know it's it's a concentrated amount of time that that you have to dedicate to make it happen. It, it really you know it's like labor. It's not. It's not easy. The thing is, it's kind of like um, uh, a lot of a lot of times when we work with clients, we'll say, okay, if you're going to be successful in business, you've got to be an expert in something, right? You know, you've got to be this, you know, the go-to person. You know, what is it? You know, are are you the go-to person? And and um, we do these surveys on online when we run the webinars. And one of the questions was. You know, are you the go-to person? And you know, the answers are are um, you know yes or you know no in the process or or um, yes. One of the answers is yes, but nobody knows it. Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, well, you're great at what you do, but if nobody knows it, you don't exist. <laughs> and marketing right. to me is like that. Unless unless people know that the book is out there, they're not gonna they're not gonna reach it. And also, as you were saying earlier. Um, you know the the the, um, the technology has changed things where you don't have to you know a book doesn't have to be in a in a building to sell it sells online and marketing now um, it does have to be driven by the author because the author is the best person to represent you know that right. that feeling and emotion in the book and and you know right. using social media and all that the author has got to be part of that because. Because people that are receiving and, and seeing postings and things, if it's not really from the author, then they sense it. You know, it's not it's not really them. So that's why with the marketing, it can't be outsourced. And and people want to know the author personally. They don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. And when it's all, you know, when it's too artificial and it's all professional and all, you know, people they, they don't they don't bond with it. Like you know, this is right. this isn't right. I don't, I don't you know, I, I yeah. don't feel the author so what- here. What would have been, is there anything that would have been different about your book if you had thought about book marketing before you wrote it? Um, I think what what would have been different is the um, traction that I've had with a book would have happened sooner. Um, because also, um, you know, with with the book, you can be marketing before the book even comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know all that all that at the end of the day helps with the you know helps with the exposure um so I think that's that's what would have been um you know that's what would have been been different right uh, yeah i think that's i think that's great information to know going in when you uh when you were writing, can you talk to us about your uh, your process for actually writing the book. How did you, did you write every day? How long did it take you? What kind of commitment did you make uh, to getting your book written? Well, I um, I did set myself a, a time frame because I, um, you know, I was so desperate to have the book, um, you know, so that I could, you know, launch, you know, launch a business. And And the thing is, although... Technically, you don't need it. For me, it was a confidence builder. So, 
so mm-hmm. you know doing the book it you know it, it for me it was a confidence builder which gave me then the confidence to say hey i can talk about this area i am an expert <laughs> look i've written a book how how long did it take you to write um it took me i started writing in um november and actually um i should say that um what i did was i I had an idea of creating a business where I would be, you know, I'd be a consultant, and I, I um, put together some ideas on a um, PowerPoint, some PowerPoint slides. I started networking in September, and just talking to people that I knew um, about my idea. What did they think about doing this book? And I talked to them about the ideas for the book, and then what I would do around the book. Um, I then thought, okay, I think I'm on to something here. I started writing the book in um, November, um, and a lot. I did a lot of writing over kind of Christmas and New Year's, and then um, I finished in March, uh, and um, and had and started giving it to people. I had like five people to kind of review it. So it was. I mean, it was. You and know, when was it say, well, published? That, you know. So you finished writing it in March, and then when when yeah. were you holding it in your hand? Um, I was holding it um, in uh, in really the end of that year, beginning uh, beginning of the next year. So so in uh, when I finished um, giving it to people to review um, and got got comments back and did the revisions, we were in April, and then I said, I gotta find. I ha- how do I publish this? <laughs> Yes. Well, that's my next question. So, how did you publish it, and how did you reach that decision? Um, I um, it was amazing. I again um, just networking with people. I love to talk to people. I love to you know get their feedback and get their perspective. And I started talking to people, and I found out more people. I, I met more people that had written books. I had I couldn't have imagined. You know, and every time I met somebody, they you know, they asked me what I was doing. They go, oh. Well, I should connect you to so and so. They've written a book, <laughs> so I just started talking to people, and then um, and then that's how I did my research. Uh, okay, so what are my options? So, okay, traditional publisher, um, you know, smaller publisher, self-publishing, and then within self-publishing, even you know, there's a there's a wide um, you know there's a wide variety. Um, so that took me um, you know that took me a, a, um, a bit of time to do that in. In June, um, well, I, I say a bit of ch- time, but actually the latter part of April, um, I had identified a smaller publisher um, that I, uh, I had got recommend, uh, recommendations for, and I thought, mm, this is an interesting idea, quicker to market. Um, you know, it wasn't, and, and also, um, you know, I, it wasn't self-publishing, so I didn't have to put any money up front. I thought, mm, I like this, and I like somebody that has the experience. Because again, this was completely and what, new. And what to was me. the name of that company, or who you used? Um, the name of the company is Bookshaker. Bookshaker, okay. It's a U- UK, Great. yeah, it's a UK-based um, company, and it's you know effectively, um, you know, a smaller, uh, you know, a smaller publisher, and um, and yeah, so I uh, I then applied, um, you know, did a uh, book proposal, which. Then I started getting in my comfort zone because that was effectively a business proposal. I thought, I know how to do this. Okay, mm-hmm. what's my market? How big is my market? I, yeah, I, I can do this. <laughs> um, and yeah, and yeah, then I, uh, really, I, I mean, and not everybody, not everybody knows this, but whether you're writing a book proposal to get an agent or, in this case, going straight to the publisher, 
the publisher cares about the topic. They need to know about your book and, you know, if they do business books and your book is a, you know, kid's book about, you know, monsters, they they need to know that. But really what they're looking for is your marketing plan. They're really looking for how are you going to get this out into the world because they're taking a risk with their, their time and their resources on you, so they want to understand what they're getting back in that deal. Yeah, and that, that goes back to your um, original, uh, your earlier point, Angela, which is that, um, you know, well, I just, I'll, I'll just write a good book and then it will market itself. You know, it's hmm. all about the marketing. It's a bus- it, It's a business that the publisher wants to know who's actually going to buy this and why, and and what is your the other the other question on the proposal um, was, you know, in terms of your marketing plan, okay. What do you have a website? Okay, which how many hits do you have? Are you on Facebook? Um, do you have a blog? Are you on um, Are you on LinkedIn? Right. Right. Um, so so it is. It's all about the marketing. It's all about the marketing. And you can write a fantastic book, but unless it's written and you understand who's going to buy it, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, that is the. That is the book world, and whether you self-publish or go with a big publisher or a small publisher, the really the marketing burden, the vast part of the marketing burden is on every author, has to be on every author. And unless mm. you're just writing a book to, I don't know, give to your mother for Christmas, um, you need to be on board with the marketing part of being an author. That's part of the job. It might not be your favorite part of the job. It might be your favorite part of the job, but in any case, that is part of the experience, and I think a lot of people feel like writing a book sounds so Herculean that it must be, you know, the bulk of the work must be writing the book. But writing the book, well, I'll ask you, what percentage of the time you spent on your book was the actual writing? Um, versus, I mean, the thing with the marketing also up, is up to, up to it, and including it, now, like from the day that you got your book idea until the day until today. How much time do you think you spent writing versus everything else? Finding a publisher, promoting your book, speaking, all those other things. Uh, um, up till today, um, I would probably say the marketing. I spent. Yeah, it, but what, it, what it, percentage it, is what percentage is writing, and what percentage is everything else? Oh, oh the whole the whole piece. Um, yeah. maybe fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and people really think it's like, you know, 90% writing, and then there's this other thing that goes on top. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a, um, you know, it's definitely a surprise for a lot of people what, you know, what what is included and what is expected of being an author. So with mm. that, my last question for you is really, I'd love to hear a a before and after story of something that happened to you, an experience you had, uh, you know, business or personally, something that happened because of being an author that wouldn't have happened if you weren't an author. Well, I, I have to say that the um, the most gratifying thing is um, when I get I I get um, personal feedback. I um, early on in the process. Um, I, uh, you know, in terms of marketing, I was, go- I was going crazy. I printed these book cards, and I mean, I told everybody everywhere 
that I came in physical contact with that I ha- that I was an author. And um, I had this idea that um, oh, I'm gonna I'm, I, I belong to a local health club, uh, and I thought you know the ladies' changing room. I'm gonna leave a couple book cards there. And um, you know, as you do, a little negative voice said to me, "Yeah, Christine, you know, <laughs> what do you think? Somebody's gonna actually pick up a book card? You know, that's ridiculous." So a couple weeks later, I get a LinkedIn message from a lady who said. Um, Christine, I you know I'd like I'd like to connect. I've just read your book, and I noticed that she was local, so I connected hmm. with her, and then we started dialogue on LinkedIn. And she said, "I saw your book card at the health club," and um, hmm. she said, "I I I saw it," and she goes, I'm, "I was going through a really rough time. I was just separating from my husband. I've got two young kids," and she goes, "And I read your book, and I realized that I am a fantastic mother." And all the things that I bring to my kids because of my professional career. And she said, I just want to thank you. And then she said, yeah. you know, perhaps we could we could meet up. And um, and and it just made me feel so good. And um, you know, talk about kind of you know destiny. So as it turns out, I was then going to the U.S. on a book tour, which I um, I organized myself, by the way, through my um, university connections and every everything else. And um, Anyway, she said, you know, can we meet up? And I said, oh, well, you know, unfortunately I'm going to be away for a month, you know, promoting my book in the States. And she and then she uh, she sent me another message and she said, well, I'm not stalking you, but I'm going to be in the U.S. on on a holiday. You know, where are you going to be? Uh, and I, you know, told her locations. And one of the locations was San Francisco. And uh, so I told her and she goes, you're not going to believe it. I'm going to be in San Francisco. So this is a lady that lives wow. near me in London. Like five miles away, so wow. so then that this, we actually coincided on the same date. That is, we ended up having amazing. coffee there together. There are so yeah. many coincidences, and or maybe they aren't coincidences, but serendipities that can happen. Putting yourself out there as an author, Christine Brown Quinn is the author of Step Aside Superwoman. Career and family is for any woman. You can find out more about her at womeninbusinesssuperseries.com. Thanks for being here, Christine. Thank you. Pleasure. And that's it for Book Journeys this week. We will be back next week. And remember, together we're changing the world one book at a time.